We're seeing what I think is going to be looked at historically as the great migration to Cloudlandia, as we've been calling it, and the concept of virtual gathering. Millions, hundreds of millions of households in the United States are overnight equipped for virtual gathering. Like we were talking about what's going to come out of this is all the creativity that's going to create new experiences. I, I honestly think, Mike, that once people realize it's a superior experience, we're not going to go backwards. Nobody's Nobody's pining for their horse-drawn uh, carriage, you know? We, we historically I have completely shown agree. that we don't usually, when we've been shown that something is better and more convenient, go backwards. All right, welcome to another episode of Capability Amplifier. I am here with Dean Jackson. Hi, Dean Jackson. Hello, my kids. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Um, and we were just talking before we started rolling about um, the whole idea of virtualizing your business. And now more than ever before, yeah. how important that is and what it takes to move your industry, your business as it is to uh, mm -hmm. work remotely, your teams, mm -hmm. how to do it efficiently, but also how to reframe your offers in a way that you can, in the most slippery way possible, um, start delivering and rolling, fulfilling without coming mm -hmm. into direct physical contact and how that's affecting us. And of course, we always want lots and lots of cool takeaways. So let's co-create and uh, create our own free zone frontier here. I love this. Well, you know, what I'm excited about is that we're seeing what I think is going to be looked at historically as the great migration to Cloudlandia, as we've been calling it, and the concept of virtual gathering that I think what we're and I, you know, you think it came on all of a sudden, right, because we were forced into it with the whole COVID uh, situation. And that what I think the um, the byproduct of it, the thing that if you look at the silver lining of the uh, of the cloud is going to be a virtual gathering enabled and accustomed population that is not the leading edge business or coaches or online marketers or the community that's traditionally been online and been uh, used to meeting like this. But you're going to see now on the backs of the kids having to be equipped for virtual schooling for classrooms that millions, hundreds of millions of households in the United States are overnight equipped for virtual gathering. And the parents may not have ever been exposed to that. They may not have ever gone down that path, had any need to go down that path. But because of the kids, every household with kids in America right now has a computer and a, a webcam and able ability to access Zoom or Skype or some online uh visioning thing. And you're starting to see this. Now, my, my girlfriend's uh, sisters, they are not 
uh, um, you know, business or tech people at all, but their kids are all, you know, they're all school age and they, uh, you know, all the girls, Luba's sisters have a, a text chat that they constantly keep going. And then one of the sisters just yesterday said, why don't we do a Zoom call with all the kids since they had to, uh, you know, they've got it now for school. It'd be nice for all the cousins to see each other. And that kind of thing, that conversation exactly is happening all over the country. Or let's Zoom with the grandparents so that they can see the kids and everybody's going to realize Oh, this is nice. Oh, it's so clear. Oh, and I can hear you so well. Oh, it's so nice to see you. That kind of thing where the realization is that there's an intimacy that you can achieve in the absence of being able to be with someone in person. That's almost equal. Well, I have three thoughts as I was listening to you. One is... um, I think the fear at first would be, oh, we're going to lose our intimacy. And the truth is, um, when you're doing larger, let's say, Zoom meetings where there's 60 people on there, you can have a direct one-on-one relationship with everyone simultaneously through chat. And Mm -hmm. so the intimacy and the side conversations increase. Uh, That's number one. And Mm -hmm. I have a belief that as soon as this uh, crisis is over with, There have been lots and lots of businesses and industries that are, I've called them phantasms. Some people call them zombies, but they're already dead industries, but we continued using them and behaving with them because it was habitual. And now that they're shut off for a little while, people are going to return to whatever normal means. And the things you haven't been using are not going to get started up again. Right. And and that's going to hurt and harm an enormous number of small businesses. And for that, Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I don't take this lightly. So insert mm-hmm. sensitivity clause here. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some that, that their time already came and went. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, if you weren't preparing for this mm-hmm. and the inevitable part was the industry and the whole world was shifting towards it anyway, this mm-hmm. just accelerated a mass extinction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third is something that I didn't expect that was going to come out of this uh, happened uh, a week ago. It was actually a JJ Virgin and a bunch of us who have done Burning Man together decided to have a, uh, a, a music a night. Yeah. So we yeah. had a, a virtual DJ, our friend, yeah. uh, Sammy Shoebox Moses uh-huh. uh, set up a, uh, the session and we all use zoom. And we're now we've realized while well, we're going to improve the tech, but we did this thing and all of us danced together and yeah. we projected our iPads under our televisions and, and right. it was a blast. It was a total yeah. blast. And my son who's 17 and of course hanging out with your parents isn't cool and hanging out with your parents, friends, isn't necessarily cool. He was there and completely captivated the whole time and said, yeah. I love your friends. And I just didn't understand the depth and quality of the relationships you have. Yeah. But what came out of that was uh, we're doing a fundraiser. It's this Saturday. Um, and then we're doing a second one on Sunday with Jack Canfield. We call it the uh, chicken soup for the quarantine soul. Uh, yeah. And um, the second See, one is did there. Yeah. Yeah. A nice yeah. little hook. The yeah. first one is a fundraiser for native Americans. So it's a, it's a brave, but it's a B rave. Okay, um, nice. There so you go. Um, yep. 
And then the third just came out of some um, uh, several strategic coach members uh, saw I had done this video. I did this Zoom video that went out and it's gotten a lot of traction. And they said, hey, would you be an advisor for a virtual fundraiser we're doing for uh, bartenders and uh, people who work in the bar industry? And it's a virtual whiskey tasting with the whiskey company. That's the main sponsor. So that was my long winded way of saying those are some little incidents, uh, examples, but let's talk a little bit and go deep on virtualizing your business and some of the trends and behaviors that you're noticing and what your predictions are going to be, but also how we as business owners can, can virtualize and we can, again, come up with some interesting solutions for our viewers and listeners. It's happening. It's happening now. Uh, so, you know, I've been on more Zoom conferences in the last two weeks than I've probably been on in the past at all. Uh, I've been on lots of Zoom one-on-one calls and Zoom uh, or Skype podcasts like this or, or uh, guest things that are recorded and then distributed. But being live on Zoom with a group of 150 people in a conference uh, type of an environment, those tools now are the perfect thing. And in a lot of ways, it's I think people are going to find that it's a superior experience to being in a, um, you know, having to be travel somewhere, uh, especially when it's the um, the information can all be conveyed in a great way on the the Zoom um, experience and using the breakout rooms. Um, I've seen that now masterfully used where you have a concept where, um, you know, like we do in Strategic Coach, where you have Dan sharing a a concept, um, sharing something, then you take the time to write your thoughts together and then to be put into a breakout room with three or four people timed to discuss it. And then immediately brought back to the big group. And just like in real life, if you're the host of this, you can pop into the, um, the breakout rooms and, you know, see, say hi and pop in what's going on. I just think those, that capability, that sort of chassis is going to be applicable to so many things. Like we were talking about what's going to come out of this is all the creativity that's going to create new experiences like this. Like all these artists right now, the um, musicians that are not able to go on, on tour this summer like they normally do, that all it's going to take is somebody like Taylor Swift to have a set up a studio, um, intimate studio environment and do a live stream Zoom um, experience where you can come on and uh, take part in the concert, like a VH1 storytellers, where she's telling the stories about the song, doing the things. Instead of, uh, you could 
rent a you know sing it out loud about creatively how you could do stuff like this that a breakout room could be a luxury box that you could with 12 of your friends experience the concert together individually and that taylor could pop in to your your box and record the whole thing so everybody sees this interact with you and your um, thing and then play your request or your uh, just so much like opportunity to create intimate and, you know, usually unavailable um, opportunities like that. It's it's going to be so amazing. Then even on a smaller level, you know, it's rethinking entertainment experiences, you know, where no rather you're compared with, you know, sitting in your house doing a passive sort of entertainment or with the same setup and the same environment, you can do something intimate and interactive where you can imagine um, magicians or mentalists or somebody would have a, an intimate experience for 12 people that that's not cheap, but that could be like compared to going in for an evening out and it's a couple of hours and you're amazed and astounded in this in, in this little intimate environment. I mean, it's pretty, it, there's so much, once the creatives really get uh, a hold of this new technology and a, a built-in audience, it's, it's going to change everything. And I say all that, one last thing that the, we're living in a world where not too long ago, Marshmallow had a concert inside the game Fortnite with 10 million people at one time. And so it's the kids are already used to this idea of virtual events. Like I remember when that was happening, the countdown and everything that was going on and that you had to be there at 2 p.m. at this time, you know, that it was uh, it was happening. Yeah, no, that's um, I remember when that concert happened and I was uh, blown away and I was so inspired. I went out and bought a VR headset and a 360 degree camera and started. I took my son out um, dune buggying in the desert and I had him holding the camera. And then, um, you know, it literally captures an entire 360 degree view. And then we got out of the dune buggy. We walked around and I can remember, you know, you can it's super easy to grab that video. You can actually send that video um, right. You put it right on on YouTube. And, um, you know, so the 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 tools are there. And again, it's just been there's been so much traditional what I call phantasm uh, noise blocking um, and creating noise. But as you're speaking, a couple things popped up. So I'll give you a couple practical tools that we've been using um, also. And one of them is so for our virtual fundraiser that we're doing, uh, we've got JP Sears who's going to be doing a red carpet event. So when you, if you're a bigger donor, you're going to be interviewed on the red carpet before the event occurs. Oh, nice. And then we're piping in the DJ uh, shoebox Moses uh, for the music. And then everyone can see each other dancing on the grid. And oh, wow. of course you can project, project it. And then periodically we're going to be interviewing people and then we're going to have a window visible because we've got sponsors. So dry farm wines is one of the sponsors and yeah. we'll be rotating little ads periodically. And then we're going to have an ask at some point. Nice. Um, 
But another idea is there's a couple tools that are available. One of them's free. It's at streamlabs.com. And historically, uh, what it is, is it's sort of like a, a tool that gamers use for streaming their games. And of course, you can broadcast to Twitch, which is Amazon's property for streaming, but it's it's like YouTube Live or Facebook Live. There's also Mixer, which is owned by Microsoft. And then, of course, you can stream out to Facebook, YouTube, or um, Periscope, which is uh, Twitter. And this will allow you to broadcast to all of them simultaneously, but it also aggregates chat. And then they've got built-in widgets and tools that allow you to do, like, games. So the whole idea of when you were talking about doing virtual concerts, um, you'll be able to incorporate a variety of widgets that give you capabilities. Like you can do tips, you can do credits, you can do sponsors and donations and sharing medias. You can do spinning wheel spinning, you know, to randomize and just create participation opportunities. I love Um, that. Yeah. So that's something uh, worth checking out. The other one that's easy for anyone to use, it's called StreamYard, and that will let you do, really professional quality. You can bring in up to six guests to interview, Mm -hmm. but it's like a professional switcher, but it's all browser based, super easy, but it also can broadcast up to five locations at once. And it's like 60 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. So getting back to the, you know, how do you do this now? uh, I think every business owner really needs to think about, you know, how are you going to market in this new world? How are you going to, um, enroll in this new world? How are you going to deliver and fulfill in this new world? Yeah. And then how are you going to build an ongoing community in this new world as well? Mm-hmm. And um, you want to go through some of the things that you see happening on a practical tactical level or how yeah. you've seen some well, businesses adapt? I'll tell you personal, like right from my experience that, you know, I do live events. That's one of the big pillars of, of what I do. I do small 12 person um, boardroom events all over, uh, but you know, Florida, Toronto, London, Amsterdam, Sydney, I go all over. I'm coming up right now on the sort of heaviest period of that where uh, the spring and summer here where I've got five events that were on the books between last uh, month and July 4th, all of those off the books now. So not not able to do it. Um, and did la- you lose people or did, were you able to convince oh. people to stick around? What has been, yeah. yeah. So last week, last week, um, what I did was uh, as soon as I saw that, that Donald Trump um, blocked European travel, this was a, a few weeks ago. Now, literally, you know, 13 minutes after he made that announcement, I'd already decided that I was switching them to virtual and I had set up the, Zoom. I got this in action, got everything uh, ready. And I just did my first uh, Breakthrough Blueprint event here in the virtual boardroom. And it was an amazing experience. It was really great because even on the um, gallery view, you could, we had, you know, uh, little Brady Bunch windows where you could see everybody. 
And for an event like that, it was really a perfect environment because the important thing is the discussion and the conversation, um, you know, among the, the group. We had people, we had someone from Las Vegas, others from the U.S., from Canada, from, uh, from Belgium and from Bangkok, all intimately and instantly gathered in the virtual boardroom. And it was just seamless. I mean, it was as if we were there. And at the end of the day, I walk right out that door and I'm magically at home. I'm saying this, this right here, this room is for me better than having a private jet right now. I mean, being able to instantly teleport to anywhere in the world. And I think that as, as we evolve with this, I can imagine that it's going to be standard issue for homes to have a hollow deck in their house where, you know, big screen, big cameras built right in that track you and that, you know, you don't need to do anything. You're instantly on with sound dampening and boom microphones are wired for audio optimized that you're just in the room and you're there. That I think is, you know, there's going to be, um, that's going to be a new home theater category, I think. And then creating experiences for that environment is really going to be an amazing um, creativity, you know? Yeah, I will echo that. And here's what I've been telling everyone. I actually talked about this. I always do a predictions webinar every year. And this time I just said the smartest thing I ever did is, and about two and a half years ago, I just decided I had to quit the big event business where I was doing mm-hmm. larger events there um, and move to a smaller, more intimate business model. And I got rid of my huge studio, all the real estate, all the gear and equipment, but I built um, a multi-camera studio, like a professional broadcast studio in yeah. my house, Love which it. is where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I've been telling every business owner for a year this is the smartest, best thing you can do. So in my space, um, it's about 11 by 11, 12 by 12. It's not big at all. It was actually right. my wife's office. I took it over um, and I put in professional lights, yeah. um, four cameras, yeah. and then I've got a switching system in here. So it's a little more advanced than most people would have. But um, every day I can walk in. And I have uh, Alexa mon- manages and monitors everything. So I have to be careful yeah. that she doesn't, I don't give it any other commands. When I said that, that too loud. Yeah. but um, it, it activates, it turns on, I've got a pro- an air conditioner in here. I mean like everything and it's yeah. the soundproofing is awesome. Yeah. So, so what when I'm inspired, Alexa to do something right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, great. So, but when I, uh, when I'm inspired, I'll be here in the day and I don't do written proposals anymore. I do video proposals. So I can just press a button and create mm-hmm. a multi-camera switched video. And that's how I communicate and do, you know, podcasts like this or, yeah. or multi-person Zoom events, but yeah. they look great. Yeah. And <clears throat> to get to the point, I think every CEO of every business should have a home studio now because just like you, you can be transported anywhere in the world. You don't need to yeah. fly. You don't need to move. But if you're going to stand out and be unique and be different, a quality distinction should be there. And, and you know, something that I did 
as soon as this happened and I saw Zoom usage improve, increase so much and the quality of Zoom meetings has been hideous um, and people Did just don't know, know how. From, I just me? saw a stat that they went from 10 million um, daily uh, users to 100 and something million daily viewers. Uh, we don't, hats off to them for kind of seamlessly. Yeah, being able to scale. That. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, having a, a, a studio is really, really important and, and doing something quality. The second thing, adding on to what you did. So you um, virtualized and went to yeah. the multi-person event. Yeah. What I had been doing is something I call Vision Day, which is where people, I, I have this place on the beach. So I'd fly people in, they'd stay at my beach condo and we'd do two days of a reinvention transformation on nice. the second day, come into the studio and do an interview, which then I'd create into an article and post it on Entre- entrepreneur magazine and same exact deal. It was, um, I flipped the next day as soon as we got the same orders and said, okay, we're doing virtual vision day. We'll still meet for a couple of days and get the same things done. Yeah. Um, but you don't have to travel. And, uh, and I haven't had any resistance. You know, this is the new normal. I think, no, people are going to, it's a superior experience in many ways that people are going to demand it. I mean, it's so far as like business travel, I've been watching f- funny, uh, seeing a few of, um, if everybody's kind of jumping on that bandwagon. So Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk was doing tea with Gary V's doing in the mornings. And when he discovered the gallery view in zoom, he was, it changed everything for him. He saw everybody. He's like, wow, this is amazing. I may never go to Cincinnati again, like going for a meeting. They never go for live meetings when you could just gather everybody right here. I mean, it's so, uh, yeah, it's so good. I think it's going to amplify the um, connectedness. Yeah, I, I agree. The next one is the um, uh, uh, I in at the studio or at the beach condo, rather, I put a pan tilt zoom camera in there. So um, Logitech has a high definition camera with multiple microphones. So it's like a speakerphone arrangement. Mm-hmm. And I've got that plugged into the big screen TV. Um, so like we did a thing with Charlie Epstein, um, who's a strategic coach member and created mm-hmm. a one man show for him. So we basically, we call it um, business theater. So the whole yeah. idea is this show is called uh, yield of dreams. Yes. And it's uh, we teach the myths about money and it's literally a broad, a Broadway production, but the team that we assembled are uh, we've got three professional comedians. So they're they're They make their living doing comedy. Thank yeah. God they have this gig right now because they're all like, Oh man, everything dried up. Um, and they figure they're figuring out how to virtualize themselves. But these guys meet with us. We have some of them in person, some of them virtual, but because we've got the pan tilt zoom camera, um, it brings them to us, us to them. And again, it's the new normal. And and one of the things just what I like doing is, you know, get yourself a great big TV. They're cheap as hell. Put it on the wall. Put one behind you like I have. Put one in front of you. Set up the camera and create the experience beyond a little laptop screen. Right. And and that is creating a beautiful fun to be in environment that does feel 
all-consuming and absorbs you um, is a positive thing. So a good audio, great camera, nice microphone. And one one resource that I'll share with everyone on the uh, episode here is um, I do have a gear guide and I'm just going to mention the link name right now. It's you can go to paidforlife.com slash gear guide. And there you can get my my list of equipment that I recommend and use. And then also um, a studio tour. So I wanted to plug that now so I won't forget. But it's at paidforlife.com slash studio tour. And I'll give you a step-by-step walkthrough of what my studio looks like. And you yeah. can actually, you know, do a virtual walkthrough and see all my equipment and yeah, I love um, do some recommendations. So yeah. very good. And then uh, what other trends like from from your lens, let's say you're talking to a business leader, a business owner who's not in the digital training world like us. Let's say you're in uh, a different industry. What are your recommendations and suggestions to to get rolling? Okay, so I've got a client that owns a um, owns a hot tub um, a showroom, and one that owns a bathroom showroom. And there, you know, I I, I have a I have a domain uh, for my Zoom. Uh, I have zoomwithdean.com that instead of somebody needing to type in a meeting ID or anything like that, just go to zoomwithdean.com when we arrange to meet and they go and it's automatically, if they have Zoom, um, it's automatically opens it and here we are. And now that everybody, you know, now that most people have a Zoom um, account, that capability is going to be there. And I, I said, you know, imagine if you did, I think it's going to change advertising. I think it's going to change retail in a way that I can imagine running um, um, Facebook ads, real-time Facebook ads in a geographic area around your um, showroom or around wherever you service and <clears throat> inviting people to come in um, or having or doing a regular lead generator and then on the thank you page immediately having the the welcome page or the domain name thing be a live there you are and it's like walk-in traffic you've got an ipad you can greet somebody take them on a tour show them the hot tubs answer their questions show them in your bathroom studio all the features or in your retail store show them what you've got and you could send something over for somebody to try on uh you know and then have it there the same uh day all these things are like such a it's gonna i think change retail it's gonna change those kinds of um experiences and if you think about being a local um a piano teacher or a music instructor or a dance instructor or yoga instructor or any of those things where it's just you know not not important or necessary that you touch somebody that you know it's not like you can't give a chiropractic adjustment over the over zoom but you can certainly um you know teach somebody the piano or on the or guitar or uh or anything like that or voice lessons or anything you know it's i think it's i think what's really going to be the big beneficiary is after school programs you know that's going to be a great um 
beneficiary of this because all of a sudden the 30 minute piano lesson that takes 90 minutes of time to by the time you get the kids drive them to the piano lesson sit there had a few minutes ahead wait and then do the piano lesson and then get out and get in the car and fight traffic and get back home that 90 minute time commitment for a 30 minute piano lesson is really um now the kids at home in the environment can do that 30 minute thing, but also then do a language class or do, you know, do have some programming after school that they can improve the, the number of after school programs they can be involved in. You know, I think just tutoring that there's so many, many, many things that can be that are going to come out of this once we realize it's really a better way. I've, I honestly think, Mike, that we're going to look at this, that once people realize it's a superior experience, we're not going to go backwards. We, we historically I have completely agree that we don't usually, when we've been shown that something is better and more convenient, go backwards, right? Nobody's, nobody's pining for their horse uh, drawn carriage, you know, even though there was probably resistance in the beginning where everybody's getting these newfangled horseless carriages and everybody's saying, what well, I, I like my carriage and I like my comfy couch in the back here and it's perfect the way I like it. And, you know, and then you see all these cars zooming by and you realize that this horse is pooping everywhere and it's like, you know, then you get an experience of a car and you're not going to go back. We're going to look back nostalgically at in-person piano lessons and in-person, you know, tutoring and all these things. But we're not going to, it's not going to happen for uh, for long. We've just been given a great gift of time. Once again, I agree. I, as I was listening, um, so my son who's 17, he goes to high school and they've public schools here in San Diego are canceled for the year. So yeah. they're not going to resume. And right. most likely that'll happen with him as well. But his school adjusted within two days and they were doing Zoom trainings and it was a little rough at first. Uh, and then uh, I just did a webinar yesterday for my audience and I had about... Um, well, for one thing, my registrations and my attendance increased dramatically as a result of this. And the number of people who stayed on uh, yeah. increased dramatically. So so yeah. clearly the resistance from is 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 lower. And yeah. then uh, also I, I did hot seats. So I did virtual hot seats. And the whole idea is, you know, what do you need help with? And, and one of them was a, a karate studio. And of course, mm. you think about those kinds of businesses. If they haven't started the virtualization, the unfortunate mm. reality is there are people who are going to cancel immediately because they're not going to pay for a service they're not getting. Right. And their chances of being able to resume and get their students back that took years to get there. It's just not going to happen. Right. And um, and that is a huge threat. And fortunately, he had already started the virtualization and started doing these. So now, um, you know, his question was, well, what can I do? And so we brainstormed online together. And of course, in chat, other people were providing some suggestions and recommendations, too. But the 
net net was um, for him, the opportunity is all these kids are at home right now with nothing to do, bored out of their gourds and making an offer to the parents and saying, hey, look, um, we've got a community for your kids. We're going to help them with life skills. We're going to help with discipline and we're going to give them something to do and they can work out with us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there was a model to look at right now, I think Peloton is one of the best companies yeah. around. I bought my wife a Peloton bike for her birthday and now we fight over it because every day we use that thing. And for, they've got a camera built into it. There was a time that they deactivated this recently, but you could actually um, uh, do video with other people. Yeah. And, um, and, and so full two-way Everything is possible. And, and again, your phone or your iPad is a perfect delivery vehicle for mm-hmm. any of this. Um, it's just a matter of sitting down, being creative and asking yourself that question, you know, where are the touch points in my business and how can I groupify this and how can I make it more intimate and experiential and integrated. And that's a fascinating uh, rabbit hole to go down. But um, I think every business just needs to um, sit down with, with someone outside of your business who's got exposure to all Mm -hmm. these big ideas and these concepts and just start brainstorming what's possible and get into a space of imagination and wonder. Like, I think these somebody building, I think there's going to be um, an opportunity. You know, the um, I saw a mirror that was uh, has, you know, a personal trainer kind of built into. Yes, um, yes. You know, and so you wonder there's going to be an interesting thing for some manufacturer or craftsman, someone locally to create a big mirror with a screen and camera kind of integrated into it for those physical type of um, things, you know, where it's set up with for uh, doing that kind of um, stuff where you can put it out in the, in a room where you've got some um Yeah, there's two of them. One is mirror.co. Just so you know, I looked it up while you're chatting and that one. And then the other one is Echelon, E-C-H-E-L-O-N. So what is it called? The first one? Mirror. It's mirror.co. They own that domain. And um, specifically for the um, for training, right? Or yes, is it-, it is. So it's a mirror, you attach to your wall, and then you can see yourself in it and you can see the trainer. So it's basically a big flat screen TV. I gotcha. Um, that what must have an embedded camera. Got, but if somebody's got one that you could beam it, like we could be doing a Zoom call like this. Totally. But it's got the mirror um, to it. So you could have, or that it's the mirror, but it's got a stand or a, a thing where you could put your um, where you could put your laptop. Yeah. How much yeah. is that mirror? Okay. So it's 1500 bucks. Yeah. That's well, so for, that for that anyone mirror. who's watching us, I, I have it on the screen right now. So that's the first one. 
and they've got all kinds of different workouts in here. So they've got meditation, arms, abs, kettlebell, um, 10,000 on-demand classes, 70 weekly live classes. Yep. And 30 day trial. So it's pretty, pretty cool. I'm saying imagine that mirror with a, with an arm on the side that's got a iPad pro attached to it. Like that mirror is not $1,500. Mm-hmm. So you imagine like that with a tablet that could adjust so that you could get that type of thing, but be interactive with me as a yoga instructor and you can slide, you can slide the view up or down along the side. So if you're down on the ground doing moves on the ground, that I'm the view is down there. Yep. Exactly. So there's, so this is a second one that I'm showing on screen right now. This one is echelons, which is about the same amount of money. Um, and a uh, 50 inch, basically a big 50 inch TV with a invisible camera. All they really are, they're Android computers. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I'm I saying think, you don't need it to be. I think that 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 size of a mirror yep. with an arm along the side that's mm-hmm. got a clip that attaches the your iPad just as a holding thing. So you can be zooming on your iPad um, or tablet and you don't have it's not integrated into the thing I'm talking about. How can you as a physical activity person, like a karate um, instructor or something like that, where somebody could move the mirror into place and attach the iPad um, to it. Yeah. That's that's... really interesting. Yeah. I'm going to draw that out. That's something I may have just invented something here, Mike. I have this iPad iPhone holder. Um, It looks a little goofy. But yeah. I've got one for iPads, too, that works just yeah. like that. But I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So it'd be a, a floor stand that would hold yeah, straight, the thing. Uh, a straight mm-hmm. pole or, yep. a, you know, the mirror uh, uh, arm, two arms on the mirror, almost like a serving tray yep. kind of thing. But a pole down the side that you attach that almost like a maybe a gorilla tripod or a uh, something in there where you could easily clip your um, iPad and then slide it up or down according to wherever you need. So if I'm on the ground stretching or doing yoga poses, I can have it lower. If I'm up high kicking or doing or dancing or doing anything, I mean, man, this is talk about. There's so many opportunities right now. I've been saying for a little while what this uh, crisis is doing is it's going to create opportunities for new fortunes to be made in in directions we haven't imagined yet. Yeah. Um, so one one other thought, my wife started doing uh, yoga, virtual uh-huh. yoga, and they're all live and in real time with a real yeah. instructor too. same kind yeah. of thing. And she just was outside on our deck with her laptop yeah. uh, this Sunday and working yeah. out. And she came in in a total sweat uh, yeah. um, after doing her yoga experience. So it was, you know, great. Um, really. And she was excited because again, it's engaging, it's interactive yeah. and you can have a, a meaningful relationship. Yeah. And uh, now you're not limited by space and time or, you know, someone who's out in a rural community. Um, how, it's much really, is the new, uh, how much is an iPad pro now? Uh, if you get the fanciest one, it's about a grand, but you can get the lower end one for 300 and some dollars. And then an Android device is, you know, you can get one for a hundred bucks. 
by um, uh, bigger yeah. with the good size screen. That's yeah, you can you- get a big screen one from Amazon. Uh, you know, their their color Kindle um, are. I'm just going to look really fast at what their their color Kindles are, but they're they're cheap as hell. Here's the Fire HD. You can get an eight inch one for uh, eighty dollars. Eight inch isn't big enough. Though. No, it's not. But they've got the larger screen one, uh, ten inch for one hundred mm-hmm. and fifty. Uh, and and I've seen there's a couple companies like uh, that have big ones. You can get much larger ones. But yeah, an Android gadget, they're only a couple hundred bucks. And mm. that's really what all these smart devices are. They're just Android devices. That's what the uh, Peloton uses. And again, I I think. Um, you know, these days, pretty much everyone has one already, but it'd be easy to create an app, create a subscription membership model and deliver that as part of the, uh, wow. like the I just investment. I just had this vision of a, a cabinet thing, like a Murphy bed style thing that goes up against the wall mm-hmm. and then open it up and it's got all the things that you would need, like the resistance bands and the weights stacked and the um, little dumbbells or whatever you would right. uh, use the mat and the stand for your thing that this is going to be a Christmas sensation here that we've just invented. Yep. I love it. I love it. Well, um, I think yeah. we've, uh, Resolvers need a collaboration here. I need I need somebody who's got the capability to do that. I've got the vision. Right on. Well, you know, the the there are so many interesting people, the people I would connect with right now who are going crazy. Again, I'm gonna use uh this as an example. So think about how many people with sewing machines are making masks yes. and retooling. Um so retooling opportunities, but also if you've got a connection who has a 3D printer. You can prototype anything now so quickly and uh, get it tested out and um, put together a quick demonstration video, a walkthrough, um, demonstrate it, show it off and start generating orders. Of course, you could do a Kickstarter campaign, but these days getting manufacturing done is so easy and there's a new renewed incentive in your home country to do this. So if it's in the United States, you know, supply chains are going to be a little wonky for a little while. Sure as hell aren't next door to you with all these right. small businesses that are going to be like, yeah, I want to get involved with a new opportunity in a new business that's competition and recession proof yeah. Yeah. and and virtualized. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm ready to start uh, inventing new stuff. Yeah, this is great. I'm, I'm super excited about this. Cool. Well, do you want to, why don't we wrap up this episode and what are a few big takeaways, observations, recommendations, or suggestions you have, Dean, before we uh, send our listener and viewer on their way for the next episode? I I think that what it looks at is we've just, you know, left this call super excited about some new possibilities for the future that didn't exist 30 minutes ago. And it came because we are two people who are creative and uh, optimistic and forward thinking that can come together in a positive environment and not talk about what the worst case scenarios or talk about things, but talk about the 
the possibilities of what can happen here, you know? I mean, it's just so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. So am I. I, I nothing excites me more than co-creation, in, innovation, mm-hmm. collaboration. And um, I have a good friend, Gay Hendricks, who wrote The Big Leap. And one of his favorite things he likes to do is go, hmm, he loves to be in a state of wonder. Yes. And wonder is a place where your brain exists in the future. And when you go, hmm, it causes two, the two halves of your brain to oscillate and actually connect. They merge during that process. So if you, hmm, in a state of wonder and imagination, you're in a positive state of the future where you can spend time innovating and creating and nothing is better than doing it with someone else. So um, this is, uh, this has been uh, uh, awesome. And we've got another episode coming up as well. So let's do this. Dean, where can people learn more about you and get in touch with you? You know, uh, DeanJackson.com would be a great place to start. I've got a lot of things going on, but that's a good place to get the rundown. Awesome. Awesome. And what I will leave everyone with is, first of all, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you feel like it could benefit someone you know who really, really needs to virtualize right now and get them expired, inspired, excited, and in a state of wonder, imagination, and a state of positive future pacing, um, please share it with them. And of course, go to iTunes and leave a comment for us and vote up. And the second thing is I mentioned a couple links on here. So one of them is if you would like a virtual studio tour of my studio, along with all the gear and equipment, head on over to paidforlife.com slash studio tour and uh, paidforlife.com slash gear guide. You had your hand raised, Dean. Was there I something did. else or you want it too? I want it. Okay. And then the last thing is if you want some ideas and some tips on how to virtualize your business, um, you can just send an email over to me at VIP at paidforlife.com. And uh, I've actually put together some more videos, like a whole toolkit on how to virtualize your business, including 25 strategies to make every one of your Zoom meetings and webinars awesome. And it wow. will it's something you can share with your team. And yeah. then I've got some other resources and tools that you can use right now, too. What, what yeah. else do you have there, Dean? That's the same. The thing I love, Mike, is that everybody with you, we just start writing at VIP. All just right. Start VIP. Yeah. There we go. VIP at Paid for Life. Send me an email and we'll get that out to you right away. I love it. All right. I appreciate you, Dean. And when we come back, our next episode coming up is the Business Owners Referral Toolkit. And Dean and I are going to share how to build an army of referral partners from customers and relationships. And Dean's going to be sharing some things that you can't get anywhere else. So I can't wait for that episode. I hope you can't too. This is Capability Amplifier. Thank you for listening and watching. Thank you, Dean. Thank you.